0: It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Collins Davis. Wide open. Davis still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know who <laughs> the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you.
1: From the playlikeajet.com digital studios This is Play Like a Jet, my name is Scott Mason You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1 And we are going to jump into the weekend mailbag in a bit But before we do, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what's been going on with the Jets Nothing crazy from a football standpoint But obviously the very sad news that Greg Knapp Who is going to be the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach for the team Has passed away. It was a freak accident. He was out bicycling near his home in California and was hit by a car. Only 58 years old, he leaves behind a wife and three daughters. And really what this reminds us of is that as much as we get wound up about football and as much as it plays an important part of our lives and we love it and it entertains us and we love to get fired up and argue and debate and yell and scream, really it's not that important in the grand scheme of things. Friends, family, that's what really matters. And life is precious and life is fragile. And as I said on Twitter, we should all just remember that every day on this earth is a gift and hold your loved ones tight And be appreciative of them For as long as you have them Because as we just saw with Greg Knapp It could happen at any time You just never know So condolences to Greg Knapp's family and friends Everybody that knew and loved him Just a tragic loss Horrible Gone way before his time at only 58 years old And then as we transition back to the football field Two of the remaining three rookies that were unsigned Have now signed both Elijahs Elijah Vera Tucker and And Elijah Moore, under contract officially to the Jets. So anybody that was stressed out about that, you can put that off to the side. No need to worry about it anymore. Zach Wilson, still not signed. It is currently Saturday, and I expect this to change at any minute. As we know, the contracts are slotted, so it's not like they're haggling over money there's language in the contract, different sorts of provisions that they're getting into. We remember a couple of years ago, the offset language with Sam Darnold, and then you had the tax situation with Quinn and Williams in 2019. So, I expect this to get ironed out. I think it'll probably happen before training camp begins, but to be fair, training camp does begin On Tuesday so it's entirely possible that it comes down to the wire but I'm really not worried about it because as I said the important part of this the actual salary and the guarantees are all baked in so there's nothing that can be done there there's no negotiation if there's no movement that can happen on either side that means that it's only a matter of time before this thing gets done and I think it will get done sometime within the next couple of days so with that said, let's jump right into the mailbag Next question comes in from Jets and Golf Bets Busy, he says First offensive play of the season will be a run, a pass, a play-action pass I'm going to go with play-action pass I think that Lafleur is going to be looking to set the tone that way And they're going to want to show the league and the fans That they're not the same old Jets just running and running and running They're going to do a play-action pass on the first play Just a guess
0: I think that – I think you were right, but the, the irony about it is I do still think that they're going to be a super-heavy team this year. Um, and I think that the, he's going to probably open up with a play-action pass, uh, try to catch off guard. Not not an 80-yard bomb down the field, but it's a simple play-action pass, try to hit like, you know, 15-yard hit or something just, just to get uh, Zach comfortable and get the ball rolling. But I do think that there's still going to be a, a fairly run-heavy team this year.
1: Next question comes in from Tommy Griffin Krantz. He says, I know you guys are pizza lovers. What are your thoughts on wings? Northeast PA, we do wings here as good as anywhere I've been. I've always had trouble finding good wings in North Jersey and the New York City area in general. I'm a wing fan. I don't eat them that much, but I do enjoy them. I will say that I agree with you. I think the wings are probably better in Northeast Pennsylvania, but I do think that the best wings that I've had – Are where wings were born up in Buffalo And I'm sure that my buddies Drew and Chris From the Rock Pile Report would probably agree on that one We had our flats versus drums discussion a while back I'm more of a drum guy just because I don't like the whole poking of the wing Or ripping it apart with the drum You can just take the bite And Chris likes the flats better Because he thinks there's more meat to it So that was pretty much where we fell there But Chris, do you have any preference in terms of Wings in any specific spots In New York and New Jersey And we should throw in That Michael Palace asked this About hamburgers too And honestly There are good hamburger joints All over New York and New Jersey And the thing that makes New York and New Jersey comparable And it's different with pizza Is that New York and New Jersey Both have excellent diners All over the place And there's usually excellent burgers In these diners A lot of these greasy spoons And diners drive-ins and dives As Guy Fieri says on his show So I think that you can find Really good burgers all across New York And New Jersey and with wings There's good wings but elite Wings you're probably right there are Better places to get them
0: Yeah so wings is a weird thing Because I I, I do like wings I like wings way Better when there's some type Of sporting event on though Like I will almost never Order wings as just like a, a, A Just a regular meal without any Sports on But if there's – I know there's sports on. I'm like, give me some wings. It's really weird that I just – I want them that much more when sports are on, and I have, like, no interest in them most times when they're not. Um, But for the most part, like, I can think of a lot of places that have good wings, really good wings even. Um, I remember when I first went up to Buffalo, uh, when they (laughs) – The Bulls' year, the Fitzpatrick, uh, they were going up there to play in the playoffs. We went, uh, took the trip up there for that game, um, and I remember everybody telling me about the wings up there, and I was just like, "How good can it be?" Like, we're talking about chicken wings. Chicken wings are good, but like, they're my experience was they're either they're only good or they're bad, and there's very few bad, but they're mostly just good. Like, how? what level of good are we talking about and then i went up there and i was like oh yeah okay there's a new level of, <laughs> of good here there's there is i was wrong i'm i uh you know i underestimated the power of the good wings here um but in jersey there's a lot of good places you can even go really good <clears throat> it depends mostly on the sauces for me but um I can't think of any place in New Jersey that I would say is like great wings. Um and I haven't had wings in northeast Pennsylvania, but the the best wings I ever had were were in Buffalo for sure. <laughs> I'm also a bigger fan of barbecue than buffalo buffalo wings. Uh you know, I, I like uh, buffalo wings are actually lower on my list. But when in Buffalo, though those those wings were great um and pizza is is kind of i mean not pizza uh, burgers is kind of similar i know i could i could physically take you to about five different places in the city that like don't you know they're like hole in the wall type joints they like you would never think that anything good would be found here Mm -hmm. but uh I could take you physically to them. I could show you how to get there. I cannot tell you the names of these places because when I go in the city, I'm with somebody. I just follow them around. I don't pay attention to where I'm going. <clears throat> so I can't um, can't tell you the names, but there's a bunch of them. And you're absolutely right about the diners. And then there, there's so many different like signature burgers. Like even the, the diner by me makes this, uh, they call it a rodeo burger barbecue burger with like a, an onion ring in it and all di- a couple different stuff and it's just delicious it's amazing um and it's just right down the street at, at the Randolph Diner and, and it's so good but it's also probably like the 23rd best diner burger that you're gonna get in New Jersey or in New York like you you can definitely get them there um but yeah I don't I don't have uh too many names of places there but i do know especially in the city man if i i talked to a couple of my friends i could, i might be able to get a name because they know the names but there's and that's another thing i was like okay i love me a burger but how good are the burgers we're talking about and then i went to the place and i was like okay you're right you are absolutely correct
1: Tommy also throws in boneless wings are not wings. That is a fact. Boneless wings are actually chicken nuggets with hot sauce on them. Corey Griffin, our friend, has talked about this a lot. And obviously, there's no such thing as a boneless wing because a wing, by definition, has bones in it. So, yeah, I think that's just clever marketing. Michael Pallas also asks about Morgan Moses and whether or not the Jets would consider extending him in season and whether Moses himself would consider signing an extension in season. And this kind of goes along with what you were saying before with Marcus May. Morgan Moses is 30 years old. If he's having a really good year, he'd probably just want to hit the market and be able to get top dollar unless the Jets were willing to overpay. And I don't think that's going to happen with Joe Douglas I don't see Moses wanting to sign an extension in season unless there's some sort of real chemistry there and he just loves it here and he doesn't want to go anywhere else. I would think that the much more likely scenario, if he's playing well, is that he'll ride it out and then maybe he stays with the Jets at the end of the season if they're the highest bidder, but maybe he goes somewhere else. This again, of course, is if he's playing well. If he's not playing well, then the Jets aren't going to make him any offers anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the best way that that... Like the way that that would play out Would have to be He's playing really well And the Jets say Let's throw him the bag Before he gets to the market Let, Let's give him enough That he's he doesn't even want to wait uh, And risk, risk it But they would have to Throw him a bunch of money Like he's not If his, him and his agent are looking at a deal Thinking oh, we can get something Even close to this then they're not taking it. They're not going to have interest in it at that point. So they uh, Joe Douglas and the, uh, on the floor, they would have to be like so enamored with him that they're like, OK, we're we're going to pony up some big time money for him right now. Play like a jet. Play like a jet.
1: Next question comes in from Joe Horning. He says, have either of you ever had cold cheese pizza? Also, how did you both become Jets fans? I'm pretty sure we answered the cold cheese pizza question before, but yeah, I've had it and I enjoy it. I think it's really, really good and I don't order it that way, but a lot of times I'll sort of create cold cheese pizza for myself. Also, as far as how we became Jets fans, Chris isn't a Jets fan, so this really only applies to me. As far as how I became a Jets fan, my father was a Jets fan and he started taking me to games and that was pretty much it. So, simple answer. To a simple question, there, Chris, you've had cold cheese pizza, right?
0: Yeah, I. That was it. Was much more of a college thing, you know. Uh, you, you order some pizza, and then uh, you you're just still sitting there, mm-hmm. and then a couple hours later, you just you don't have a microwave or any or a toaster oven or anything, and you just eat cold pizza. And I did like it, uh, but at and if I haven't eaten a piece of cold cheese pizza in a long time, and if I did, it would be just because I was like starving and in a rush, uh, I can take five minutes to throw it into my toaster oven. And I, I cold pizza, I, I still like it, but I like it more when it's heated up a little bit.
1: Next question comes in from El Gringo. He says, with the Jets having a lot of draft capital in the next draft, can we expect Joe Douglas to start trading picks for veterans? Probably not. I mean, if anything, maybe you'll see something like what they did with Nate Hairston, where they dealt away a conditional late-round pick for a corner who they felt could help them and was on the roster bubble somewhere else. Maybe you see a deal or two like that, but I think that's the most you're going to get.
0: Yeah, uh, this is Oh, just another thing. Just He mentioned that. That's another reason why people are so uh, pro-Joe Douglas right now. It's not just because of the players he has already acquired. It's also because of the way he has managed to acquire a whole bunch of draft picks still in the future. So people feel like this has got a really good base and foundation now. And we still you still have a bunch more uh, draft picks next year going on to build from there. But, yeah, I'd say that every team is always in uh, a position to do like a Nate Harrison type, type trade. Um, I'd say like n- best case scenario is the Jets play way above what everybody's thinking this year. You, they have like a, a, make it to the playoffs even. <clears throat> and then if that happened and they felt great and like, Oh my God, we're a lot closer uh, than expected. Then maybe in the off season, they try to do that. But more realistically, I'd say, not next off season, but they won after that is when you could start expecting him to start doing stuff like that. And again, i do I absolutely do think that Joe Douglas will be willing to budge off his his number and be more flexible in that type of stuff if he feels that the team is close enough, but he's gotta feel that team's close enough before he starts doing things like that.
1: That's going to wrap up part one of the mailbag. We'll be back with part two tomorrow. In the meantime, make sure that you are checking out Chris on Twitter at C. Nibliana, Jets Insider and reading his very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com, and check out everything we've got going over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. Luke Grant has been killing it over on our YouTube channel, putting up almost daily videos, film reviews of Marcus May, Quentin Williams, Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson, Carl Lawson, Corey Davis, and so many more, plus he's got your predictions on what the five best training camp battles are going to look like as we head into camp This Tuesday expectations For Bryce Hall in 2021 As the most likely guy to be the Top corner in the Jets secondary Kayla Pace has her commentaries Up Pace's playbook and we've got Clips from our weekly live U Stadium show play like a jet live That's every Wednesday at seven O'clock with U stadium but also you can check Out some clips on our YouTube channel If you haven't subscribed yet Please go ahead and subscribe right Now and if you haven't given us A five-star review on iTunes for the podcast yet if you could go ahead and do that for us really appreciate it easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play